How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuned in to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted. Oh, Leezy the Gifted. On this podcast, I do a brand new episode every single day documenting my journey as an independent musician. December 28th, 2020. Man, we're getting close to that New Year's. We're getting close to that New Year's mark. I'm going to do a New Year's episode. Don't worry. This isn't it. Uh, I wanted to talk today, though, about limiting beliefs. I want to talk about my limiting beliefs specifically. I think if you're an independent musician, you'll probably vibe with this. I mean, you're going to vibe with every episode I do because we're all independent musicians. But this episode in particular, I really think you're going to vibe with because I I just think this is something every musician experiences. Um, My limiting mindset was... It kind of is still, but I'm working on it and I'm getting a lot better. But my limiting mindset was there's no value in music. My my limiting mindset was like, well, you don't need my music, right? Because technically there's all this other music out there, you know, and I just kind of had that point of view, uh, you know, because you don't need my, why do you need my music specifically? Like I just was too hard on myself. But also, it's just wrong. People do need my music. You know, you have to think that. You know, because there's like, because I was comparing and contrasting my music to like a product. Like, let's say I had a product that was teaching artists how to make $100,000 a year as a musician. People need that. But do they really need it from me? No. There's other places you can learn stuff like that. So like, I was like, oh, because... Then if everybody just had that mindset of you don't need my music, nobody would make music anymore. You know what I mean? And so this held me back a lot. This really did. This held me back a lot. And, um, you know, it got me to very shiny object syndrome. (laughs) You know, pretty, pretty simple. I mean, that's kind of the root of where shiny object syndrome comes in. What is shiny object syndrome? That means like, you know, I have this thing I want to do, which is music, but, but I have these other things that come into my, come in like, oh, have you heard of, you know, you could start a social media marketing agency, like how we grew our social media marketing agency in four months to 20 grand a month. For example, that was a headline that got me. And then I started a social media agency. Then there was affiliate marketing. Then there was, you know, uh, drop shipping with Shopify. You know, there was just all these things that were coming into play that were distracting. And uh, it didn't help. I mean, it was cool for me to go on that journey because I ended up learning about a whole bunch of cool stuff. Like I learned about Shopify. I learned about drop shipping. I think I'm happy I learned about drop shipping and affiliate marketing. Because I'm probably going to end up using all of those things in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? So I think it was cool that I learned about that stuff, but it didn't help my music career. You know, it, it, it just, I lost money and it got me distracted. And the fact is, 
the reason that I had so many of the mindset, or just so many of the the decisions that I made and so many of the actions that I took through these past three years after graduating college was so much based on that whole mindset of, oh, there's no value in my music. Like I need to create, I need to have a lot of extra money coming in so that I can spend a lot of money on ads. I don't know. It was just stupid. I didn't really have the right mindset. And now I'm looking at it realizing, wait, you know what I should have been doing? I should have just been trying to create value around my music the whole time. Like that's all I should have been doing. But at the same time, it is what it is. I learned, I grew an audience. I started putting out content that inspired people. And that that's, that's great. Like I wouldn't have come to the conclusion of doing this podcast had I not gone on that journey. So like, it is what it is. Like I'm happy, but now I'm looking at going forward. I'm not, you know, I'm not a music. Well, I am a music producer, but I'm not selling beats now, right now. I'm not selling beats online. I'm not offering mixing and mastering. I'm not trying to have artists come through to the studio. That's not what I'm trying to do. Now I'm not trying to sell online courses. I'm not trying to do all that. Now I'm, no, I'm trying to be an artist. Like this is what I've always wanted, you know? Um, And I've learned that it's just such a limiting mindset to think that your music has no value. Your music has value. You have to just be able to think about it. You know, so I'll give an example. Like for me, not even an example. I'll just tell you what my value of my music has. Why would you, why would someone listen to my music? You know, I had to really sit and think about that because I was crafting a sales video, right? And I was like talking about the sales video and I was talking all about me and my journey and how many songs are coming with this album and blah, blah, blah. And my mentor said to me, nobody cares about any of that. Nobody cares about you or how many years you've been doing this or all that. You know what people care about? What value you're going to bring them. That's all. Only thing you should talk about is try to relate to that person and talk about the person watching the video. I was like, okay, I changed it up and it's a whole lot better of a video. Like the value my music brings is when you listen to my music, you will get inspired. You will feel the strength to go after any goal that you want to go after. You will feel, you will, you will understand what it takes to do something on a consistent basis. You will, you know, anybody who listens to my, you know, if you're the type of person who sees, uh, who feels inspired by transformation and you're the type of person who, who feels inspired from seeing other people win and just give it their all and never stop, then you'll love my music. Then you need to get my album. You know, if you're the type of person who can't have the the same types of relationships with people because nobody can understand you because you feel like no one understands you because you feel like you're the one who of your friend group, you're the one who is putting themselves out there the most and trying their best and you don't want to be average. You don't want a nine to five job. You don't, you're not content with going to work at nine, coming home at five and having cool little wine tasting vacations on the weekends and sitting on the couch watching football on Sundays. You're the guy or girl who goes, man, I need to work on my goals all the time and you can't have same relationships with people because people have let you down or because people have given up on you or because people try to hold you back you know, or they didn't meet your expectations and you can't have regular platonic relationships and you can't have romantic relationships because you're doing this thing that nobody really understands. If you vibe with any of that, then you need to get this, this new album I'm putting out. That's the value of my music. That'd be like my sales pitch. So if you're, you're right now a musician 
or if you're a music manager, if you're a producer, what is it that, what is the, the real selling point? You know, I think I even made this mistake as a producer, talking way too much about me and myself and, and my background. Nobody gives a shit about your background, bro. They don't know you unless you've already built up, you know, a warm audience. Like Tony Robbins can, can come out and be like, I've trained this many people. I've done this many seminars. I've helped people for 40 years. Yeah. Like I know Tony Robbins super well. Like I love Tony Robbins. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's a whole different ball game though. So you're, you're not that you're at this point where you're trying to build an audience and you don't know any, they don't know you at all and you don't know them. So all you need to do is offer them value. Obviously entertainment is a big aspect of it, right? Music is entertainment. It makes people feel good. It's an escape, but it's not just that. It's what is it that your music specifically brings them? And you've got to think about that. You've got to understand that. You need to know how to communicate the value. And the value isn't my music will take you from zero to $100,000 in a year. My, my music will, it's not that. It's, it's just relating to people and giving them a sense of community and a sense of self. You know, for me, like all that stuff I just said about not feeling like you have a place in the world because nobody understands you. That is value because people are going to listen to that and go, oh man, I thought I was the only one. I thought I was by myself. Because to me personally, as a guy who's been pretty entrepreneurial, that's what my life was like until I found guys like Gary Vee, Russell Brunson. I was like, oh wait, there's other people like me. There's other entrepreneurs. There's other people who want to do the same things I want to do. I didn't know that because nobody around me physically is like that. But so that's the power of the internet is offering that sense of community, you know, and getting people excited about something. That's the whole idea of the internet. That's the idea of it. So, and that's the, that's the idea of pitching value. And that, I missed that completely. And now it's funny because now I look at it and I go, wow, I actually feel like my music has more value than beats because when you're trying to sell somebody something that has this, hey, I'll take your business from zero to a million dollars, that's a commodity because a lot of people sell that. There's only one Lazy the Gifted. There's only one you, whoever is listening. Like if you're an artist manager, there's only one you. There's only one of you. If you're an artist listening, if you're a producer, there's only one you, right? So what is it that you as a person is gonna offer your fan or your, you know, your customer is really what we want to start thinking. That's where now my whole mindset has changed. Because now I'm like thinking, I'm not trying to just, you know, gain hella fans. Now I'm not trying to gain hella fans. I am, but I'm not trying to get a million followers on Instagram. I'm not trying to get a million subscribers on YouTube. No, it's like, no, I want to get a million customers. Not even a million customers. It doesn't need to be a million. A million customers is a lot. I don't think I'm going to even get that many. For this year, it's, you know, a thousand. I want to get a thousand customers. A thousand customers would be pretty sick. A thousand customers would be life-changing, actually. A thousand customers would, would, that'd be it. But so that's more, my goal is like, nah, let's get to that number of, you know, let's get to that. And it's like, you just have to communicate your value. And that actually makes me so much more excited to continue to make music and continue to put out music because I'm thinking, wow, you know what? I only need a thousand people. That's it. Like if you really think about like a thousand, like 
Look at the number a thousand because we're working, you and me, we're working in numbers of hundreds of thousands and millions. Like all in our head, we're thinking like, oh, like this person has this many hundreds of thousands of subscribers or this person has like, oh, a million views. Like we keep going with the letter M and the letter K, tens of thousands or millions. And it's like, that's not even what you need though to make a living. My first step is let's, let's, let's get a car and a house. Well, not even that, like, yeah, actually, yeah, those two things. Let's get a car, let's get a house. Let's get a car and let's get a place to live. Not, it doesn't have to be a house, it could be an apartment, but let's get a car, let's get a place to live. If I can do that with music, like that's, that's dope because from there I can, I can start building riches because then I can just scale and expand and take that money and put it into other things that can make me more money. You never know. So point of what I'm saying is it all comes from value. What is your value as an artist? Start thinking about that as we're going into 2021 or whatever, whenever you're listening to this, just think about your value as an artist isn't going to just be a commodity. There's only one of you, but what is it that makes you special? What is it that people are literally going to want to buy? Why do, why would people buy from you? And don't just think about the quality of your music because you need to try to get someone to buy something and they, you know, not just off the music. They need to buy from you as a person. What is it that you as a person can offer them? It, and, and then just think, what is it that you want to relate with people? For me, it's the feeling of, you know, being on like an entrepreneurial journey. That's my whole thing. Feeling like you need inspiration and you want to be on an entrepreneurial journey and loving transformation in yourself and in others. That's kind of where like my value comes in. That's why you would buy from me because you, you see that I transform myself and you, you know what I mean? You understand. And then all the things that come, that come with that. So that is my value. What's yours? What is it that you're doing? What is it that you're, you know, and the, I think the best thing that you would need to do is you need to write out a customer avatar, write out what is it that your customer, who is that person? You know, who is that person? Um, and it's not just name. It's not just, okay, age range, where do they live? No, it's like, where do they live is important, but not that important because you can reach people anywhere in the world. To me, what's important is their personality. Who are they as a person? Like start to think of your customer avatar as like, what are personality traits that they have? What are things that they do with their time? Like where do they spend their time on the internet? What do they do to get inspiration or what do they do to feel whatever it is? You know, that's the stuff you need to think about. And then you can start, you know what you're going to end up doing? You're going to end up writing about yourself. Your customer avatar is basically like you. That's kind of what it is. Maybe a little bit of a better version of you or a younger version of you, but that's what it is. Your customer avatar is basically you're writing about yourself. That's what ends up happening to a lot of people, you know, or like when I read people's customer avatar, I go, this sounds a lot like you. They go, yeah, it is. That's kind of how it goes. That's good. Write about it. Or if you are like, I don't know, write about yourself. And if, if you can't write about yourself, then pretend to write about another person. That's your customer avatar. Then start thinking, well, what value can I bring these people with my music? Like why? Then maybe start thinking about why do you buy people's music? Like what is it about your favorite artist that you love so much? Why do you love your favorite artists? If they were to sell you something, why would you buy it? There's certain things that, you know, um, like an example would be like Kevin Gates is my favorite artist. And years ago before he was like, he was famous, but not like he is now. He did a, he did a concert. It was $30 for a ticket. 
I bought it and then it was an, another $30 for a meet and greet. I was like, yeah, of course I'm gonna buy that. So I bought the $30, I spent 60 bucks. And the reason I wanted to do the meet and greet was because of not just the music, but the interviews that he did on, on you know Sway in the Morning and all that. I loved his interviews. I loved his personality. I loved who he was. He was such an interesting person. Kevin Gates shaped who I am a little bit just from watching his interviews. And I was like, I got to meet this guy. He's so interesting and smart and deep. I got to meet him. The music is fire too, but I listened to the music because of an interview he did with Sway in the Morning. Then I was like, this dude's interesting. I'm going to go check out his music. And the music was fire. And I was like, oh my God, like this is my favorite artist. And that's how it worked. But it was based off his personality. So what is it about your personality that's going to bring people value? Okay? That's it for the show for today. Uh, if you got value out of the episode, <laughs> we're talking all about value. If you got value out of the episode, share it with somebody. I'm sure that you know an artist or you have a friend who's an artist who probably needs to hear this kind of stuff. Um, tell them to subscribe to the podcast. I put out a brand new episode every day. So yeah, I would really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. Peace. I know you see me.